Welcome to the Pastor Mike Drop Podcast. It's day three on our 40-day tour of the Gospel of John. And today we pick it up in verse 35 of John chapter 1. And this is where the story meets us right where we live. Because almost certainly someone somewhere along the way invited you to meet Jesus. And that introduction is the most valuable gift that anyone could ever give. Because it leads so often to new life and to the assurance of everlasting life. What could be more valuable than that? Of all the things that we could share with loved ones, this gift of an introduction to Jesus Christ is the gift that has the potential to last forever. And it's the only one. So praise God for whoever has invited you to meet Jesus by inviting you to a worship service or a Bible study or a Bible camp or a podcast or an alpha course or whatever it might be. And then pass on that gift to somebody else. That's what John the Baptist did in verse 35 and following for two of his friends. He wanted them to meet Jesus because he wanted them to have this valuable gift of a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Behold the Lamb of God, John said. Follow him, not me anymore. You were my disciples, but now I want you to be Jesus' disciples. Those two first disciples of Jesus were named Andrew and, well, this is one of the fun, mysterious parts of John's gospel. The other disciple isn't named. In fact, this will pop up from time to time and might be worth noting as we read forward over the next 40 days through John's gospel. All the disciples are named except for this one who's often referred to as the other disciple or the beloved disciple. And a lot of biblical scholars, and I'm persuaded this is true as well, believe that this other disciple is John himself, the writer of this gospel. But that's not the main point for today. That's just kind of a fun fact along the way. And I'll throw some of those out to you as we go. The three things I want you to carry as you read these last verses of the first chapter of John's gospel are this. Number one, that God often calls us to get to know Jesus Christ and to receive this gift of new life through a friendship, a relationship that already exists. That's how John pointed his followers to follow Jesus, but the story doesn't end there. Andrew, one of those new disciples of Jesus, got so excited about it, he went and told his brother Simon. And in verse 42, we pick up the story. Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Looking intently at Simon, Jesus said, your name is Simon, son of John, but now you will be called Cephas, which means Peter or the rock, which leads to the second thing I want you to carry through these verses in our reading today. That when we meet Jesus, it so often leads to radical transformation, and we shouldn't be surprised when that happens. Such radical transformation that in this case, it even involved a change of names from Simon to Peter. You're going to be the rock of faith upon which I'll build my whole church. It's like in the Old Testament, God changing the names of Abram and Sarai to Abraham and Sarah. Or, or in the book of Acts, God changing the name of Saul to Paul when he met Jesus Christ. It's not that your name has to change when you come to faith in Jesus, but don't be surprised if your whole outlook on life changes, your heart changes, your attitude changes, your disposition changes. We aren't following just a philosopher here or a, a teacher or even a revolutionary leader. We're following God. We're getting connected to the creator of the universe. That's going to change us. That's going to transform us. And that is a most valuable gift. 
which leads to our third and final thing to carry through these the, these verses that we're reading today at the end of John chapter 1. That as we are transformed and as we follow Jesus Christ, God's going to open the eyes of our heart to see things we otherwise wouldn't see. Nathaniel meets Jesus after Jesus calls Philip to follow him. Jesus moves his ministry up to the Sea of Galilee. He sees Philip and he says, come and follow me. And Philip gets so excited about it. He goes out and tells his friend Nathaniel, Nathaniel, you, you've got to meet Jesus. He's from Nazareth. He's the one we've been looking for. Nathaniel says, Nazareth, because Nathaniel's from a rival town. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip says to his friend Nathaniel, well, just come and see. Open the eyes of your heart and see. So Nathaniel does, and Jesus has this fascinating conversation with him. He says, Nathaniel, when I saw you, I knew that I was truly looking at a righteous son of Israel, a true Israelite, a man of integrity. Nathaniel says, how do you know me? And Jesus says, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. And the Greek word for see, for saw you, doesn't mean he just physically saw Nathaniel, but he perceived his heart. I know who you are, Nathaniel. I know the plans that God has for you. Come and follow me. So the first thing I want you to keep in mind as you read these passages today from John chapter 1, that God so often calls us through friendships to follow him, to receive these gifts of new and everlasting life. Number two, that it leads to transformation, that, that we shouldn't be surprised when that happens, radical transformation, because we're getting connected to the creator of the universe, the savior of the world. And number three, God's going to open our eyes when we follow him to see things we otherwise would never see. Jesus has this conversation with Nathaniel alongside in a nearby town of the Sea of Galilee. About eight years ago, my wife Sally and I were in the Holy Land and we went to the Sea of Galilee, and as we're walking along the, the shore, Sally reached into the shallow waters and picked out some beautiful, multicolored, smooth stones. And even now when I see them, it's inspiring. It reminds me of how much fun that trip was and how much we learned along the way. But I'm going to see greater things than these if I follow Jesus Christ. These are just reminders. These are fun souvenirs. Nathaniel is impressed, and he says to Jesus, uh, uh, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, and you are the King of Israel, because, because you saw my heart. You know who I am. Jesus' response is worth noting. He says, Do you believe, Nathaniel, just because I told you I saw you sitting under the fig tree? I tell you the truth, you will see greater things than this, Jesus says. You will all see, not just you, Nathaniel, but anybody who follows me, and that includes you, and that includes me, and that includes anybody who answers this call and accepts this invitation to follow Jesus Christ. You will see the heavens open and the angels of God going up and down on the Son of Man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth, which of course is a is an allusion to Genesis chapter 28, verse 12, where Jacob, who has his name changed to Israel, Jesus says, Nathaniel, you are a true Israelite, a true descendant of Jacob. 
Jacob had this dream in Genesis 28 where he saw a stairway between earth and heaven and and heaven opened up and the glory of God was ushered down. That's what the word glory means in the Greek of the New Testament, the original text. The Greek word is doxa. It means heaven touches earth. It, It means we experience glimpses of eternity right now. And when we follow Jesus, we don't have to wait. We get to see glimpses of heaven right here and right now. You will see greater things than these, Nathaniel. Come and follow me. You'll see miracles. You'll see signs and wonders. You will see greater things than just souvenirs from the Holy Land, as great as these are. Open your eyes and I'll show you. And that's where we'll pick up the story tomorrow with the miracles, the signs, and the wonders of Jesus that start rolling in in John chapter 2 and following. Thanks for tuning in. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Please like, review, and share on whatever platform you're using that helps us get the word out. Join us for weekend worship. You can go to lutheranchurchofhope.org to find out how. We'll see you there. Oh,